Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. Okay, Deuteronomy 19. When the Lord your God has destroyed the nations whose land he has given you, and when you have driven them out and settled in their own towns and houses, then set aside for yourself three cities in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess. Determine the distances involved and divide into three parts the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, so that a person who kills somebody may flee for refuge to one of these cities. This is the rule concerning anyone who kills a person and flees there for safety. Anyone who kills a neighbour unintentionally without malice or forethought. For instance, a man may go into the forest with his neighbour to cut wood and as he swings the axe to fell a tree, the head may fly off and hit his neighbour and kill him. That man may flee to one of these cities to save his life. Otherwise, the avenger of blood might pursue him in rage, overtake him if the distance is too great and kill him even though he is not deserving of death because he did not do this to his neighbour without malice or forethought. This is why I command you to set aside for yourself three cities. If the Lord your God enlarges your territory, as he promised on oath to your ancestors, and gives you the whole land he promised them, because you carefully follow all these laws I command you today, to love the Lord your God and to walk always in obedience with him, then you are to set aside three more cities. Do this so that innocent blood will not be shed in your land, which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and so that you will not be guilty of bloodshed. But if out of hate someone lies in wait, assaults, assaults and kills a neighbour, and then flees to one of these cities, the killer shall be sent for by the town elders, be brought back from the city, and be handed over to the avenger of blood to die. Show no pity. You must purge from Israel the guilt of shedding innocent blood so that it might go well with you. Do not move your neighbour's boundary stone set up by your predecessors in the inheritance you receive in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess. One witness is not enough to convict anyone accused of crime or offence they may have committed. A matter must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If a malicious witness takes a stand to accuse somebody of a crime, the two people involved in the dispute must stand in the presence of the Lord before the priests and the judges who are in office at the time. The judges must make a thorough investigation, and if the witness proves to be a liar, giving false testimony against a fellow Israelite, then do to the false witness as that witness intended to do to the other party. You must purge the evil from amongst you. The rest of the people will hear of this and be afraid, and never again will such an evil thing be done against you. Amongst you, show no pity. Life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, 
hand for hand, foot for foot. Deuteronomy 20. When you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, do not be afraid of them, because the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt will be with you. When you are about to go into battle, the priest shall come forward and address the army. He shall say, Hear Israel, today you are going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not panic or be terrified by them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. The officers shall say to the army, Has anyone built a new house and has not yet begun to live in it? Let him go home or he may die in battle and somebody else may begin to live in it. Has anyone planted a vineyard and not begun to enjoy it? Let him go home or he may die in battle and someone else may enjoy it. Has anyone become pledged to a woman and not married her? Let him go home or he may die in battle and then someone else marry her. Then the officers shall add, Is anyone afraid or faint-hearted? Let him go home so that his fellow soldiers will not become disheartened too. When the officers have finished speaking to the army, they shall appoint commanders over it. When you march up to attack a city, make its people an offer, offer of peace. If they accept and open the gates, all the people in it will be subject to forced labour and shall work for you. If they refuse to make peace and they engage you in battle, lay siege to that city. When the Lord your God delivers it into your hand, put, to, put the sword all men in it. Put to the sword all men in it. As for the women, the children, the livestock and everything else in the city, you may take these as plunder for yourself. And you may use the plunder the Lord your God gives you from your enemies. This is how you to are treat how you this is how you are to treat all cities that are at a distance from you and do not belong to the nations nearby. However, the cities of the nations of the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. Do not leave alive anything that breathes. Completely destroy them. The Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites and Jebusites, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Otherwise, they will teach you to do all the detestable things that they do in worshipping their gods, and you will sin against the Lord your God. When you lay siege to a city for a long time, fighting against it to capture it, do not destroy its trees by putting an axe to them, because you can eat their fruit. Do not cut them down. Are, are the trees people that you should besiege them? However, you may cut down trees that you know are not fruit trees and use them to build siege works until the city at war with you falls. Deuteronomy 21. If someone is found slain, lying in a field, in the land of the Lord your God is given you to possess, and it is not known who the killer was, your elders and judges should go out and measure the distance from the body to the neighbouring towns. Then the elders of the nearest town, the elders of the town nearest the body shall take a high, high heifer that has never been, that has never been worked and has never worn a yoke 
and lead it down to a valley that has never been ploughed or planted and where there is a flowing stream. There is a valley that they are to break the heifer's neck. The Levitical priest shall step forward for the Lord your God has chosen to chosen them to minister and pronounce blessings in the name of the Lord and to decide all cases of dispute and assault. Then all the elders of the town nearest the body shall wash their hands over the heifer who was, whose neck was broken in the valley, and they shall declare, Our hands did not shed this blood, nor did our eyes see it done. I accept this atonement for your people Israel, whom you have redeemed, Lord, and do not hold your people guilty of the blood of an innocent person. Then the bloodshed will be atoned for and you will have purged from yourself the guilt of shedding of innocent blood, since you have done what is right in the eyes of the Lord. When you go to war against your enemies, and the Lord your God delivers them into your hands, and you take captives, if you notice among the captives a beautiful woman, and are attracted to her, you may take her as your wife. Bring her into your home, and have her shave her head, trim her nails, and put aside the clothes she was wearing when captured. After she has lived in your house and mourned her father and mother for a full month, then you may go to her and be her husband, and she shall be your wife. If you are not pleased with her, let her go wherever she wishes. You must not sell her or treat her as a slave since you have dishonoured her. If a man has two wives and he loves one but not the other, and both bear him sons, but the firstborn is the son of the wife he does not love. When he wills his property to his son, he must not give the rights of the firstborn to the son of the wife he loves in preference to his actual firstborn, the son of the wife he does not love. He must acknowledge the son of his unloved wife as the firstborn by giving him a double share of all he has. That son is the first sign of his father's strength. The right of the firstborn belongs to him. If someone has a stubborn and rebellious son who does not obey his father and mother and will not listen to them when they discipline him, his father and mother shall take hold of him and bring him to the elders at the gate of this town. They shall say to the elders, This son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey us. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of the town are to stone him to death you must purge the evil from among you all israel will be will hear of it and be afraid if someone guilty of a capital offense is put to death and their body is exposed on a pole you must not leave the body hanging on the pole overnight be sure to bury it the same day because anyone who is hung on a pole is under god's curse you must not desecrate the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the Word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may His light shine upon you.